can't think about nothing else You're looking so good, baby, I can't even trust myself And I'll admit it, any minute I can fall into somewhere I ain't ever This is gonna go Probably shouldn't be doing it But baby, we both know When you want something so bad It's gonna happen It's just a matter of time That was Evie May and Knee Deep in a River. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show in the company of your Cabacast Never, Remy the Rodeo, and the Italian Dijonek. And my people, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to welcome the show today, the one, the only, Evie May. Hey, Evie, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks, Evie. And of course, I want to thank you so, so much for taking your time out to join me today on the show. Well, of course. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here. Oh, the pleasure and honor certainly ours. Well, we just heard this great song of yours, which is doing so well all over the place, Knee Deep in a River. Now, I'm curious, when it comes to this song, what is the genesis of this song? How did it come about? So, funny story, I actually did not write this song. Um, I was in the studio with my producer and we were just talking trying to come up with a 12th song for the album you know and he was like i have this song deep in his archives he's like it's probably 20 years old at this point okay and he was like i couldn't think of anyone to record it 
But as soon as I heard you and like the kind of music that you're into and we're recording on you, he was like, I thought it was absolutely perfect to fit you and your voice and the kind of artist you are. So, you know, he was just like, why not? And we actually do not know who wrote it. And Mm. so we we just kind of put unknown on the writers. But yeah, I don't know. And I, I actually really love the song. I think it's one of my favorites on the album. Well, it's definitely a fabulous, fabulous one indeed. And speaking actually of, of the album as a whole, how would you best describe it? And what are people getting with this with this album of yours? So there's, it's definitely like all over the place. There's all different types of like songs on it. Um, so there's definitely some heartbreak because, you know, every good album has to have a heartbreak song. Of course. And then, yes. And then there's the like, you know, the kind of the Carrie Underwood feel of like like dug my key you know like kind of that vibe of like you know screw your ex there's those kind of songs and then um then there's obviously love songs i actually have a duet with uh the one and only brayden ryle on there um that i'm very excited about and there's a lot of songs just describing who i am as a person which is you know i love to hunt i love to fish i drive a big truck and just kind of me. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's, it sounds like you know, quite the album indeed. And uh, when it actually comes you know, to the release date of this, do we already have a hard date for that? When are people going to be uh, able to purchase and uh, you know, get their hands on this album? So we're doing it one song at a time. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously Knee Deep in a River was first. And then January 8th is going to be the release of New Lyric. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm very, that's my favorite on the album. For sure. Me and Kurt wrote that, and I love that song. Mm. And then after that, yeah, after that, it'll be about every month or so. Hmm. Oh, wow. So it's going to be like a gift every month from E.B. May. So I think that's that's definitely something to look forward to and fantastic stuff indeed. And when it actually comes to how you became and decided to become a professional musician, what would you say was the spark which birthed the flame in you on wanting to do this professionally? Yeah, so I've always loved music. I've always, you know, been into singing and stuff because my dad has been in a band for over 30 years. Um, And I started performing out when I was about nine or 10. But what really just sparked that interest and was like, yep, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I played at the Lincoln Amphitheater, which is like uh, the birth town of Abraham Lincoln and stuff. They have tribute bands that come in and, you know, perform. And I had just turned 13 earlier this month and they asked me to open for the Hard Day's Night tribute band, the Beatles. And it was a sold out 1,500 to 2,000 people crowd. And I I was newly 13, so I was a little nervous, but I got out there and I just, I just took over the stage. Cause I, I was, as soon as I stepped out there, the nerves just floated away. They were gone Mm -hmm. and I fell in love. After that show, um, me and dad, we went off the stage and I met him around back of the stage and I was just bawling and I jumped into his arms. and I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to be a performer. Well, and that's a gorgeous thing. That's a wonderful thing. And of course, I suppose once that adrenaline kicks in on stage, you know, it's just like 
that like you said the jitters are just gone and you're just there for the moment and there for the music and that's a that's a that's a wonderful thing and uh you know you definitely uh, i'm 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 very excited on what you will be able to continue to bring as already you, know, you started at such a young age and already doing so well so it's, it's fabulous and you you mentioned earlier about you know when you were recording knee deep in the river rather when it was uh offered to you that uh, you know you were told that it might be something you would like because there were artists similar to artists that, that you enjoy and speaking of which who would you say are the artists who have inspired you on your journey and that you know are among your favorites yes i'm very old school when it comes to country music so i'm very i'm a huge fan of like johnny cash patsy klein dwight yokum like they're some of my favorite artists and that's what i've grown up on like my whole life. So um, obviously when, you know, you get older and you just, dis you discover your own taste in music, those people are still like the main source of where I want to be with my music. But then I've come into liking Lainey Wilson and Tyler Childers and Zach Bryan. And I've just really loved like all the Americana and the classic country, like blending together. Well, I mean, you know, I guess the best of both worlds indeed when it comes to the country music world indeed. Yes. And you were mentioning, you know, um, stage jitters when it comes to, to shows, you know, well, I mean, at 13, who wouldn't be nervous, let's be honest. But now nowadays when you're performing, how do, you, do you have like a ritual or something that you do before you get on stage to kind of, you know, maybe clear your head and just, you know, just hop on stage and be ready to go? To be honest... I really don't get nervous when I play anymore. Like mm. I could, it's kind of bad. I will take naps on the way to shows in the truck. <laughs> like my parents will be driving and I'll be in the backseat, you know, with my blanket just curled up and taking a nap. And I get there and no nerves. I'm on. I, mm. I guess that's my ritual. So I guess I take a nap beforehand. <laughs> And that's not a bad thing. I mean, you know, power naps are the thing, I guess, these days even more so. So, hey, uh, I guess we'll call, we'll call that a power nap there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and when you're recording in studio and, you know, when you see that, shall we say, red light goes on or you're told, you know, you can, you're, you can go when you want to go. Um, what goes through your mind while you're recording? Is it just like the lyrics and stuff while you're singing or are you thinking about something in particular while you're recording? I, I definitely think about my biggest supporters through music have been my family, my mom, my dad, my grandparents on both sides of my family. Like they have been there for me from the start. Okay. So when I'm singing and I can't get, I can't get a line or something, I think of that I'm singing to them and that they're sitting in front of me and I'm just picturing them and I'm singing to them and it just, it helps me relax because I know if I mess up, they're not going to judge me or, you know, so I definitely think of them and their faces. So they're kind of my stress reliever in that kind of situation. Well, I mean, that's a beautiful thing, you know, to have your family be your inspiration. I think that's wonderful. And when it comes to listening to yourself, would you say that you're particularly critical of what you just do? Like, oh, I could have done that better. Maybe we should do this again. Or are you more like, yeah, that's cool. Let's go with it. Oh, I am very critical of myself. I, I talked to Kurt about it and he said, you are probably the hardest on yourself that I've ever recorded. Like, I, I'll have a little thing that I don't like that I did and I'll make him go back and redo the whole thing. 
and he 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 gives input obviously and he's like oh you were a little flat here you know and I'll be like oh okay but more times than not it's me saying I want to go back and redo this and he he will not let me sound bad so obviously if something sounds good he's gonna leave it but if it sounds good to him it may sound awful to me and I'll just be like nope can't do it can't do it so recording a song might take a while with me because I I want everything to be perfect. Like, I can't let anything slip by that I don't like. Well, I mean, nothing wrong with, of course, with being a perfectionist, of course, because, of course, you, know, you take your, your craft very much to, to heart. And, of course, you want to put out the best product you can. So uh, you know, kudos to you for, for doing that. And, of <laughs> course, you know, we're right, on the, right at the end here of 2023. Now, looking back on this year, how would you describe your 2023? My 2023 was definitely a very like hard working year for me. I was in the studio almost the entire summer writing and recording and just perfecting things. Um, and I've spent a lot of it writing. I haven't played out as much this year just because I've been so focused on my music, new music, getting in the studio. So it's been a lot of hard working this year. Well, I mean, you know, you're, you're definitely quite the worker indeed. And, you know, the, and the, the stuff that comes out is a result of that hard work. And you can tell you worked really, really hard at it. And when it comes to the new year, then 2024, what would you say are the objectives and goals that you've set yourself for the new year? So for this next year, I want to work even harder at writing better songs and performing out more. I want to perform out more this year than I did last year and getting in front of new people and getting those new followers because you are nowhere without your fans. Trust me. Like you have got to have people like you. And I, I love being around people. I work at a daycare um, other than doing music. I work at a daycare. So I love like the public. I love kids. I love other people. So I feel like I'm very good at making connections with people. So mm -hmm. I just want to grow my audience. Well, words of wisdom there for sure. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely bought in. So when it comes to that, for sure, you know, you definitely know how to how to talk to people and in the interaction. So uh, I think you're definitely on your way when it comes to that. And for those who want to find out more about you and your music, Evie, you know, be it new releases or upcoming gigs and what have you, where can we send these folks to? Yes, my mom wrote it down for me because I'm forgetful. <laughs> so uh, my Instagram is E-V-M-A-E underscore official. My Facebook is just Evie May. My website is E-V-M-A-E.com. And my TikTok is Evie May 01. Well, folks, you definitely know where to go for more Evie May goodness. And uh, speaking of Evie May goodness, Evie, we're going to be seeing out here with another fantastic song of yours, which will be Wrong Side of Jesus. Now, when it comes to this one, any stories behind this song? Oh, there is a big story behind this song. I, I, I'm very religious, okay? I'm a very big Christian, and, um, but I'm not a big churchgoer. And the only reason is because there are some people in the church that are very judgmental. Not everybody. There is definitely more good than bad, of course. Um, but there are just those pick few, you know, that just they think they're better than everybody. And I, basically they're living on the wrong side of Jesus. So I do a lot of my praying in the woods or, you know, when I'm driving, I pray a lot when I'm doing those sorts of things. 
Um, but I just think that some people are living on the wrong side of Jesus. Well, very well said. And, you know, and I don't I think it doesn't really matter where one prays, because, of course, you know, uh, God is 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 omnipresent. So, you know, he is there where, no matter where you are. So it uh, makes total sense. So, folks, we're going to be seeing you out here with this great song. This will be Evie May and Wrong Side of Jesus. Evie, I want to once again thank you so, so much for your time. I truly appreciated it. And, of course, I want to wish you continued success with your career and all the very best for the end of 2023 and a great start to your 2024. Thank you. And you, too. I was so happy to be here. It was so much fun. Thank you so much. Oh, well, the pleasure was certainly ours. One more people, you heard it from Evie May. Be sure to check her out if you yet to do so. She is definitely worth your time. Here's the great song of hers. This will be Wrong Side of Jesus. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show with your Italian DJ Nick. We'll be right back after this. Shut you off, but you cut off. 